Welcome to the Beyond Woman Conversations, where we have meaningful conversations that will uplift, support, or educate you, the woman. Join us. We're talking to Peter Gay and Chantel. Is that, am I pronouncing your name correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Of Ninth and Skibo, a travel and tourism social media management company that focuses on primarily small hotels, small villas, and guest houses in Jamaica. That's correct. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Okay, and before we even start, I am just, I just need to know the name. The name is so catchy, Ninth and Skibo. I want to know where that came from. <laughs> What does it represent if, you know, uh-huh. well, it must represent something, so. It does. Okay. So All right. About the ninth and Skibo. Ninth and Skibo. Wow. Shani, um, we've been best friends for probably 30 years. Oh, wow. Since, wow. Yeah, since commerce. <laughs> Give away our ages for <laughs> No, I said, I said 30 years. <laughs> um, we went to high school together. Uh, we went to primary school, and then we eventually went to high school together as well. Our high school is. Our, our high school is Holy Childhood High School, um, and that is located at 9 Skibo Avenue. Oh, so, right. So the name was a twist on that. It's just All a right. twist on the address. And, and yeah. it's a nice twist. I like it. It even sounds musical, because I know your background is in music, or a little bit of your background is in music, Chantal. A well, lot um, of her background. Yeah, that was uh, pretty much uh, most of my teenage life and the majority of my adult life up until four years ago. So, okay. okay. Well, well, you're going to have to tell us a little bit more about that transition, right? Oh, well, before Lord, we even get to you introducing yourselves or telling us a little bit more about yourself, I want you to tell me a little bit more about Ninth and Skibo. What is it that you... What is your intent? What's your mission? What's your goal? You know, what is it that you hope to achieve with Ninth and Skibo? Um, Peter, you taking this one? Are you sure? Or should I? Um, go ahead, go ahead. Since I said the last okay. one. So we saw the need for representation for small hotels and villas in Jamaica. They're underrepresented. Uh, represented. <laughs> They're undervisited. Um, they don't get a lot of like support from say Jamaica tourist board or um, Jamaica hotel and tourist association. Yeah, they don't get like a ton of representation. Um, they don't get a ton of promotion. And to be honest, because they're small businesses, they don't have the capital, like say a Sandalswood or a Seoul or secrets or any of those big resorts. They don't have the capital to do you know, the types of promotions that they could do to get more bookings, get more guests to um, be more known. And so we decided, you know what, social media is a pretty good way to put yourself out there, to put your business out there. And, you know, while researching some stuff, we found out that the majority of people, I can't remember the, the exact percentage right now, but the majority of people within, say, the age groups of... um let's say 20 to 55, they go to social media to research a business. You know, um, they're more, most likely to 
click a link for that business's website by visiting their social media page first. Mm -hmm. And so we found out too that a lot of these small hotels and what I like to call gems of Jamaica, they are mostly not on social media. Some are, and some are doing very well, very few actually. And then there are others that may have started on there, but they don't even know what they're doing. Um, mm -hmm. They can't really manage social media or they don't really like it. So they, they don't understand it. Yeah. The numbers aren't really there to back them up. Um, and then others that just outright, they refuse to be bothered with it because they think it's something for young people and um, they're a business and they can't see how it's going to help them. So that's what made us decide, you know, um, let's find a way that we can help them and help the micro businesses in their surrounding areas as well. Right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You saw the need and you decided to fill it. And that's great because I remember back in the days, I won't even put a number to it like Pizzagate did. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember um, back in the days, there was this villa that a group of us would, we pretty much um, made it our own. So every holiday we would go there. Um, right. Outside villas, actually. I think it's in Runaway Bay, I think. But unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, a few years ago, on my way to Mobe, I think I passed there and it's just like so run down and it's, it's just mm -hmm. not there anymore. But then exactly. I remember the feeling that I got whenever we drove into the property, you know, it's very small um, and unassuming, but it, it, it's, it's, it's villas. So when you go there, you feel like it's home away from home. And I think that um, your niche is a very good one because a lot of people need to recognize those type of hotels. It's not yes. just the big ones. Right. And then, exactly. And then, I mean, you're providing a good service. I think that they would do well with your service. So I wish you all the best with that. Let me just put that out there. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Before we even continue, I want both of you to just tell us a little bit more about yourselves, who you are, and um, is this, something that you do full-time or is it um, you adding like another stream of income to what you do? Tell us a little bit more about yourselves. All right. Um, well, I'm Peter Gay Salter. Um, I'm a mother of one, a beautiful son, age 10. Um, I love traveling. Um, so these small hotels and villas are places that I always want to go to, always try to go to because they provide so much of a relaxing feel for you. You know, I love, so I love traveling. I love wine. Red wine is my favorite. Um, as it is currently, um, currently we're, this is currently my full-time business. Um, I recently changed my employment status in June of this year. Um, and so this is something now that I'm taking on full-time. Um, it's, it's amazing that it, it happened at the opportunity that it did happen at because that was really when I and Skibo began, you know, we brainstormed for quite a number of years. The idea came to us at that time and we said, you know what, we're going to go with it. We got registered in August and starting last month is really when we started, you know, posting on, on social media, getting, you know, brand awareness out there. So this is my full-time job now and it's something that will continue to be my full-time job. Awesome. Awesome. Chantel, you want to? Oh, right. Um, so it's not quite full-time for me. 
I would love it to be that way someday. I currently work in aviation um, and I love aviation. Just like Peter Gay, I love travel and I'd spent a number of years doing it as part of a former life I had before now. Um, and I kind of felt like it was just a natural progression within the realm of my love for travel, my love for aviation. You know, um, it's how can I give back to that thing that I really love? You know, so that's, like she said, we brainstormed. And hey, we've been brainstorming for years. And the yes. idea came <laughs> just a few months ago. Yes. And we've been brainstorming all sorts of ideas for years. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. Was it I, or I was going to ask if it was many ideas or it was this in particular. Oh, many. Right. Or many ideas. Many ideas. <laughs> We had so many different ideas, but none of them felt right. None right. of them make sense. None of them matched up. And then um, this one literally came like divine inspiration. Yeah, literally. Literally yeah. like June. And we're in October now um, or nearing November. Yeah, so uh, that's where it came from. As for my background, I started out in music. I've done that professionally since I was 16. And like I said earlier, I stopped four years ago around the time I got pregnant with my now three-year-old. Um, we do have another son. He's a relative of my husband's that we adopted. Hey, his name is Malik. He's still in Jamaica, but hopefully he'll be here within the next month or two. Um, also a wine lover. Love pizza, vegan pizza mostly, but love pizza nonetheless. Um, <laughs> was, never, that, was that the case all the time, or that's no? I wasn't. I, not. I, I, didn't, I wasn't raised vegan. <laughs> no, I wasn't raised vegan. I became vegan out of out of necessity. My body just did a crazy thing um, years ago, where it started to reject meat and chicken and oh. everything I grew up eating. My body started to reject it, so I kind of never had a choice. You know, but um, after, you know, exploring it and trying to just work with it the best way I can, you know, turn your limes into lemonade, um, then I really grew to love it. And I actually don't miss meat. I can say that bravely and boldly and honestly, I don't miss it. Um, I find vegan lifestyle very empowering and very flexible and I can do my creativity but yeah, that's that's my background. That's how we started. And that's where I started from. That's where I'm coming from. Well, I have to ask you a follow-up question because you said something that's interesting. What is so empowering about being a vegan? Um, I, I think it. it's... I, let me tell you. I tried it and uh, mm -hmm. no, I had to go back to my meat. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> sorry, well, not sorry. It's definitely not for everybody. And I'm not one of those people who go around telling everybody, go vegan. Mind you, I, I do like the idea of the whole world being vegan. So much benefits for the planet, you know, if all of us went vegan, but it's not for everybody. Um, for me, it was just that I felt better inside and out. Like a lot of the physical symptoms that I used to have for different reasons that that were just normal to me like my sinuses like migraines like okay. the terrible PMS you know mm -hmm. like all of those things that I thought oh it's normal everybody goes through some of that that all went away when my lifestyle changed and 
I feel good. Like now it's normal to not have cramps. It's normal to not throw up every time I have my cycle for three days throwing up. Wow. Um, it's normal. It's normal now to not get a migraine and live on these terrible medications. They used to have me on with bad side effects. Um, yes, like stuff like that. So I, I just felt like a whole new person. Um, and then of course there are always the naysayers in my own family too. That that's not possible. You can't do it. You need me to survive. Well, I've survived all these years without it. And I still have quite some chunk on my body because I'm also a junk food vegan. <laughs> yes, that's a thing. Um, but yeah, it's also just being able to go in the kitchen and realizing that I can make a meal out of almost anything, uh-huh. to be honest, you know? And and that's like, it feels magical, just like step in the kitchen and like make a meal out of anything. And it's awesome. I mean, it don't taste bad. People think, you know, it's bland, it's going to be boring, but it's just like, how you season your meat, you season everything else too, right? So it's not boring at all. I still eat the same things. I still eat pizzas and burgers and pasta and pretty much everything else that everybody else eats just without the meat. I hear you. You're listening, Peter Gay. Are you? Is she selling it to you? No, no. You know, you know what's amazing? Um, I've never refused any of her vegan meals because oh, when she used to live in she cooked a lot of vegan meals and they were very, very good. Okay. For me, I'm just not one of those persons who can prepare those vegan meals because sometimes they take a little time and, you know, a little bit more knowledge than I have. So I just, I leave that to her. So when she cooks, I'll eat. <laughs> I, I agree with you. It, it, it takes research. And I think that is why I, um, I just went back, you know, to... Yeah. Because it's a lot, but um, yeah. I want to I want to go back to uh, Nathan Skibo for a moment, and right. I think it was Chantal who said something about divine intervention when you found out what it was after years of you know brainstorming and trying to figure out what you want to do. Then it was divine intervention, and um, this Nathan Skibo was born. Right. So what I want to ask you is: Is it that you believe that? futuristically um thinking futuristically that more people will be focused on that segment of um how how would i put it tourism in terms of going to smaller hotels scaling back and going to smaller hotels do you see the potential futuristically because a lot of the convenience of the big hotels and and Mm -hmm. everything is all inclusive so yeah um, you're hoping for that is that is definitely what we're hoping for. Um, what you find, especially now, when you scroll through social media and you look at the various places that even well-known persons or well-known, you know, whether it be celebrities or just um, internet figures, you see that they're tending to trend more towards the smaller hotels. Why? Because it offers them a lot more flexibility. And what is being offered by those smaller hotels, exclusivity, the privacy you know, the fact that it's so, it's so quaint, it's so, it's so intimate. And so you find them going with their families or with their friends and booking a six room villa, for example, that allows them to spend time together and to be together and also still be able to venture outside of the hotel, which for a lot of persons who go to all inclusives, because you're spending so much money at the all inclusive, you don't want to miss out on what is being offered. So you stay on property. 
with these smaller hotels you tend to not be able to venture out because there's nothing really that you're missing you can go out you can you know explore you can go to the river rafting you can go to the little man on the the side that's selling some coconut water you know it allows you to be able allows you a lot more flexibility to explore and experience what jamaica truly has to offer so we find a lot more people trending towards the smaller hotels and villas Okay, never thought about it, but you have a point. Go ahead. To follow up with that, um, there are also two trends that that have been happening over recent years. One is where tourists want to experience their travel life like a local. Right. So for them, especially European tourists, and we know um, Europe is reggae central, and so that's like our biggest market with our culture and our music. So especially for European tourists coming to the island, they are less interested in going to a big all-inclusive resort. It doesn't give them the feel of the people and the culture that they're so hungry for. Mm-hmm. So they go to smaller hotels, smaller villas, guest, um, guest houses where they can, like she said, venture off property. Mm-hmm. They can interact with locals. Interact with the locals, right. In an organic way. And they can be a part of the surroundings. You know, that's also why you find so many European dance troops and uh, want to be dance hall dancers mm-hmm. from Europe out in Pasa Pasa and out there in Franklin Town and, you know, wherever. They want to experience, experience. As, as a local. So that's one trend. Right. The next thing is... Um, with these COVID times, you kind of don't really have a choice as a local. You can't get on a plane and travel anymore. And mind you, not everybody on the island even has a passport, let alone can get a visa to go somewhere, right? So you kind of don't have a choice. You're either going to choose to stay shut in or you're going to look at things in a different light and go, hey, I live where people vacation. I live where everybody wants right. to be. Let me go explore Safely. that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so that's another trend that's happening now as well. And I feel like because of the times and because of these, these trends in particular, I feel like it's going to be more and more popular. That's what people are they're going to gravitate towards now because it's the, the quaint thing, the old thing, the rustic thing, but it's not like the new trendy thing, you know? Right. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I, I love that perspective. And, and it brings me to a question. Um, so I don't want to say that the smaller hotels probably are a little bit stuck in their ways. And you seem to have a greater vision of what it is that they can um, do to encourage visitors to their to their hotels, right? Right. So, would you be embarking on night like, training or consultation with these small hotels just to, I don't know, open their minds to greater possibilities of um, how, how far they can take their their business to? Is that something oh, definitely. That you have in your plan? Yeah, definitely. Yes, That's where the definitely. consultations come in. You know, and the consultations, it's it's less of a formal consult like what most yeah. people think of consultation is like straight jacket suit tie it's more of a conversation yeah. it's yeah. more of a of a of a conversation to bring about awareness and to help them kind of realize the vision and kind of see what they're missing out on and see their own potential as well 
Right, by choosing to ignore social media, they're missing out on a lot. But like she said, also their true potential, they can grow, they can do so much. You know, they're small, but they can be really powerful in their field. Yeah, yeah, and we we realize as well when when you go to, you know, there are certain things that they will overlook. For example, you know, a guest drives up to their to their property and sees the entrance. And automatically, the entrance may be a turnoff because it's not something that they thought to put a little effort in. And so those are some of the consultations that we would provide to them. Say, hey, you know, maybe paint the wall, maybe plant some some trees, plant some some little plants, you know, probably create a nice um, name, you know, rebranding or something of that nature. Paint a room, yeah. you know, change your sheets. Instead of using colored sheets, use white sheets because it tends to present cleanliness a lot more than the colored sheets. Those small areas that, you know, sometimes they tend to overlook because of whether it's lack of experience or it's just something that they decide to get into without knowing much about how to go right. about and it, sometimes you know. Budget, sometimes just and budget, budget as well. And you can find inexpensive to, ways to to yeah. use up your property and make it nice for people to want to come. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that, that <laughs> my next question was going to be what I'm pretty sure other persons are providing the service, maybe you can tell me if there's another um, entity that is focused on... There isn't. We didn't didn't find any. I I was about to ask what what sets you apart, what, you know, what's the the advantage? Go ahead, Shani. So what sets us apart really is just that we're we're niche focused, we're a niche business. There are other social media agencies and social media businesses in Jamaica, um, but they're not as niche specific as we are. We're not trying to represent everybody. everybody. We're not trying to represent every business or every brand. We're only focused on small hotels, small villas, guest houses within the travel and tourism business. We're focused on other small businesses that are travel and tourism related. So it's not, and the little micro businesses around them that can add value to um, the overall experience experience for their properties. Right. So we're not trying to represent, the, the fashion store around the road. We're not trying to represent um, food company. Yeah. Right. We're not that. trying to represent the bank uh, down there on Main Street. We're only focused on these businesses and, and what we can help them achieve versus just a social media business that's going to represent well, whoever will pay us. And how they can exactly. support each other because I think exactly. time, um, businesses need to find out how can I support you? How can you support? How can we collaborate? Right. Evil Community. Um, exactly. Collectively. So right. it's a good thing. And I hope that you guys will be able to shed some light in, in, in regards to that for them. Because yes. sometimes we're just so focused on ourselves and we don't even know that we can create a greater market and a greater reach. And at the end of collaboration, collaboration. Yes. we need our pocket. Yes when we yes. get so um that's an exactly. awesome awesome thing but people gay so so yes no but then this entrepreneurship road even though Chantal is still working but you are doing this full-time how how has it been so far how do you feel 
it's, it's weird, um, you know, because Jackie, we both used to work together, you know, years ago. So I've been in corporate for probably almost 20 years. Your entire and, adult life? <laughs> no, yeah, almost like probably 18 years, maybe. And, you know, it's it's different. It's It's weird. <laughs> But it's something that I'm finding myself getting so used to because I can work at my own pace. But then it also requires me to be doing a lot more because now this is mine, you know, this is ours. And this is something that we need to make work. And amazingly, within the short space of time that we've been, you know, in business, we have achieved, I think, things that we should really commend ourselves for because we have achieved so much. We still have a long way to go, but we are so looking forward to that opportunity where we can actually start to make valuable impact on these small hotels and villas and having them see what we see, you know, and we're very excited about that. I'm listening to you guys. I believe that you you have so much information. You have done your research and it's, that's so important when you are embarking on your own business, you know to do the research and make sure that whatever you're offering to your clients uh, is value added, you know, and it's not just something that's um, all fluff, you know? Oh, all right. We have a true question. Okay. So quickly, I want both of you just maybe a one line or so to tell me what, um, what success looks like for both of you. Ah, success for both of us. Um, I think, well, for me personally, Success as it relates to the, the future of Knight and Skibo is when we are when we start to see the impact and the growth of the small and small hotels and villas. When we start to see them blossom in ways that they probably never thought they could have. Because then we would feel yeah. as if we have done our job. You know, we have done our job by making creating this 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 space for them. Yeah. And the fact that we we also want to get involved with charity for persons within the tourism and hotel industry as well. We're thinking of going into charity. That is another aspect of success where we can see the charity arm of our business taking off and actually helping people. But at the end of the day, even though it's a business, our aim is really to help these people to see potential in themselves and to reach heights that they would have never thought that they would have gone to. So, you know, it's a business, but yet still it's something that we're really passionate about. So that would be success for me. I, I can feel it. Let me tell you, it's very evident. So Chantal, what say you? Yeah, um, I'm the same as her. We share the same thoughts like that. Sometimes we're, we're twin brains. But yeah, really, that's what, that's what the success looks like for me is... Um, being able to make that impact, um, being able to help these businesses realize that, you know, because just because they're the small man or the underdog, that they don't have to stay stuck in that role or in that box or uh, on that status where they were delegated to. You know, I think, I feel like for a lot of them, for a lot of these businesses, um, that's like a, a thought in the background, you know, is we're small and we don't get much help from the entities that should help us. So we're just down here and trying to make the best of it and, and trying to make it happen yeah. versus like, hey, how can I create a stage from here and, 
and show the world who I am and show the world what a gem I am, you know, kind of thing. So that's what the, that's what the success would look like. And as she said, another part of that success is being able to launch um, that part of our business that's giving back giving back especially to those micro businesses that um they can't really afford or or services or afford any service for that matter because they're a micro business and they're just living it day to day but how we can help them to make the best of their business and to grow more from their business as well financially and otherwise Mm -hmm. and um we also plan on expanding into a traveling where we expand into the travel planning and travel booking like we said travel is is one of our core passions and to be able to do that i feel it spells out and sums up the success that we're looking at yep Awesome. All right, we have a few minutes. Um, we have about five minutes, and I want, I want you. I, I see that you guys have synergy, and I don't know if because you've known your, each other for umpteen years, but you know they always talk about us supporting each other. So yeah. I want you to just say briefly what your thoughts are on women supporting each other and how you guys have allowed it to work for yourselves. Um, yeah i feel like a real queen can and, and, and it's been a meme everybody's seen the meme but i feel like a real queen can literally adjust another queen's crown without belittling her you know what i mean it's like hey sis i got you let me straighten yeah. this up for you or let me help you with this um i feel like we do a lot better supporting each other and collaborating versus tearing each other down literally guys there's a market for everything um so i don't really think of 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 other businesses or other people in terms of competition i tend personally not to think that way because i feel like there's space for everybody yeah you know what you do and what i do are different but we can find a way to complement each other while we're at it we can find a way to learn from each other and then supporting each other it's hey, I came across this thing that I don't think will work for my business, but I feel like it might work really good for yours. Try it. You know what I mean? Nothing lost from passing on knowledge. And even if I try the same thing, hey, I came across this document or this study or this new method of doing something and it's been helping me. Maybe you want to try it to see if it will help you too. I lose nothing from doing that. You know what I mean? So I feel like, the, the more we we understand that and the more we try to help each other versus rising each other yeah yeah i feel like competition competition can be healthy but i feel like the way that mo- that most people think of competition it has this this negative undertone it's how am i gonna yes. beat you yeah. how can i outdo you kind of situation and at that to be honest i don't think it serves anybody i really don't i don't think it serves anybody at all yeah. And, and it's, mm-hmm. yeah it, it's good to see and it's something that you've been seeing it over the months you see a lot more collaboration when it with women now you know and it's yeah, so amazing sure. to see for women sure. promoting women women digging up women working together with women having the conferences having the online chats you know and it's so so great to see that because before it's like society had where they like they set us against each other to say okay mm-hmm. she's better than you 
she yeah. is prettier than you. She has a better shape than you. And we're realizing now that a lot more women are moving away from that mm-hmm. and moving towards yeah. hey, how can we work? I, 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 I totally, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, we still have a ways to go, but if we yes. continue on this path, I believe that we will get to where we need to get to, where all of us will benefit and all of us will be flourishing in you know, our uniqueness. So I really, really want to thank you guys for coming on and having this conversation with us. Looks like Pizza Gay got um, stuck right there. I don't know. But... Um, <laughs> I thank you so, so much for the opportunity and thanks for having us we really appreciate it like seriously appreciate it yes and and i see great thing in the future for you guys you have a really really good business model you know of what you want to achieve and i really hope that um well you know what i believe with your enthusiasm and how you present what it is that you have to offer that they will buy into it and there will be a transformation so Thank you so much and um Thank you. I'm watching you guys and however we can support you at the Beyond Woman, we certainly are open to doing that. All right. Thank so, you so much. No problem. We're looking forward to many more collaborations. For sure. Don't sleep on us. What was that? I say don't sleep on us. We're looking not forward all, to not at all. I'm looking for big things, so we'll stay in touch, all right? All right. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day. You too, Chantal. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.